0: Our world continues to change and push us in ways we have not been challenged before. On this show, we talk about these challenges, how to be aware of them, face them, and overcome them in your life. This is David Waldus, creator of the Aligned Living System. And I'm Nick Musica, Aligned Living Coach. Welcome to the Aligned Living System podcast. Yeah, well, welcome to the Aligned Living System Podcast. I'm here again with Janine O'Connor, one of our favorite guests to have uh, back again. And uh, we've been talking about recording for a while. There's a whole series of uh, questions I know that she has put together for me. Um, but I, it was interesting. I was out for a trail run this morning and I was getting some more downloads. And it's kind of like a, <clears throat> excuse me, a, a, a post-Valentine's Day download, I think. <laughs> and... So for uh, for a lot of people, like Valentine's Day can be like kind of a beautiful day, right? Like when things are in place and they're celebrating and, you know, it's this joyous day, but it also, um, you know, if it's not in place, it's often a very challenging day for people. And even if it is in place, people often set expectations and make it really hard for it to be a a pleasant day. It's amazing how often that is with Christmas, you know, with, with Valentine's, with it's funny. <laughs> my, my older daughter loves uh, Halloween so much that she does it with Halloween. Such <laughs> her, her sights so high, um, but but it was really interesting. The the topic of how to tell if we are secretly withholding love from ourselves, and you know it was it was really interesting because at first it just popped in as how to tell if you're withholding love from yourself, and then the guides came in and they were like, well, most people will say. Well, that doesn't really apply to me you know i I, i'm not and so then they wanted to insert the word secretly because you know if we know we're doing it we tend to not do it or you know it's something we can work through but what i wanted to talk about today is what are the telltale signs that you are withholding love from yourself and and you probably don't even know it uh so so yeah this is really fun well welcome janine thank you thank
1: you david i love collaborating with you and the combined energies. And this is so funny because my husband was just talking about holidays last night and we're looking at booking a trip. And I said, let's go this weekend. And he said, Oh, I think it's Easter weekend. And I said, well, let's go this weekend. Oh, that's mother's day weekend. And the funny thing is I am not a holiday person and he knows this about me. So I started to chuckle when he's throwing out these holidays that are coming up because it's just another day
0: in my (laughs) right, right. Yeah, it's so funny. And but we're trained to build it up. You know, that's part of the conditioning as we often talk about on this podcast. What have we been conditioned to uh experience things as? What are our setups? And so you know Valentine's Day is a big one um for a lot of people. And uh so it was really interesting uh that and it was funny when I was tapping into to sharing this, you popped in right away because, you know, you're, you bring such a loving, uh, big heart energy. And I'm like, that's who I need to record this podcast with. So uh, it was funny. I came off the trail, texted you, and you're like, yes, let's do it. And so here we are a couple hours later, right?
1: <laughs> yes, yes. We're going to bottle up this good breakthroughs that's coming through.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Again, so the topic again is how to tell if we're secretly withholding love from ourselves. And, you know, when we talk about this, it's going to kind of, it'll be interesting just as you're listening uh, to have a little bit of kind of patience as this unfolds and how this is going to fit in, because as I was getting the download, I was like, interesting, what does this have to, like, it it didn't just land right away for me. And so uh, great to having you here, Janine, because I'm sure that if it's not quite landing, you can help kind of ask questions and massage it into a place that's digestible and, uh, and so, what the guides showed me, um, first off, was this kind of overall piece of, you know, there, there's a lot of classic stuff about this out out there. About you know, if you're not loving yourself, you know, people can't love you. You're not going to end up, you know, in a relationship where it's balanced. You're going to end up in relationships with narcissists, or you're going to end up with in relationships with people with the same shared wounds. You know, where you're both trying to love each other, but it's this really kind of um, little nest that you create that you hide from the world with. And so, you know, there's a lot out there about that. And, and so the guides kind of gave me an overview of that, but then they said, here's what we're really talking about. Here's the evidence. And, and, there's, and there's two different directions they showed us. Um, and maybe men tend to do one more than other, but I think, you know, I look back on my own past, like I can see myself at times in my life when I was doing, you know, one, and then another time in my life when I was doing the other felt more comfortable um, as a kind of a secret workaround, so you're ready to right. you get what into this it. this
1: juicy stuff. Yeah, is. I gotta yeah, know. yeah.
0: All right, enough buildup. <laughs> and and so uh, the first one was this idea that you look for the love by thinking about what can I do for other people, kind of as a utility. And one of the feelings that comes with that is we kind of get we lose touch it with our own humanness because we're so busy trying to offer something to other people to get that appreciation back. And we do that because, you know, it feels good. And so there's a certain level of healthy with it. But when here's, the, I think the really important question to ask ourselves is, are we impulsively doing it where, unless we really intervene with ourselves and have a long conversation you know, and try to settle ourselves down, it just comes out of us. And we go, well, it's a beautiful trait. You know, you're always being generous. You're always sharing things. You're always, you know, doing whatever you can to make other people's lives better, to make other people feel better and amazing. And then there's the shadow side of it. And that shadow side is, you know, when it's so impulsive, there's something that you're not giving yourself inside. There's something you're not already feeling that you're asking the world to give back to you. And so the, you know and, and this is a really interesting trap because we go gosh you know like i, I just want to make people feel good and so when they feel good that appreciation often comes back maybe initially you know if we talk about longer term relationships that you know that there's usually a, a morphing that happens with that into something else but when we go through the world always trying to make everybody else's world better in this impulsive way not in a in a in a It's such a fine line, the difference between that generosity and uh, there's something empty inside of me that I'm trying to reconcile by being so generous outside of me. Uh, Does that make sense, what I'm talking about?
1: Completely. This topic makes complete sense to me, and I think a lot of men and women, but being a woman, I will obviously speak for that perspective of pleasing Mm -hmm. and doing it to your detriment. And I ask the question, do you want to be liked? Is that why you're Mm -hmm. over the top with exhausting yourself to please other people? There is a good hearted, good natured component of wanting Mm -hmm. to do things for other people, wanting to show up and be the light and Mm -hmm. be in the world. And I think there is a fine line, as you alluded to, of making sure you don't self-sacrifice or take it too far. Otherwise, you're not strong and and grounded in your centeredness.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, And it was really interesting the way it popped in because like that, that idea of wanting to be liked, um, you know, and, 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 it, and it's funny because I've heard that a lot and it never quite resonated with me. And I realized that it's actually a step further the way they were showing it to me is it's wanting to be loved. Mm-hmm. Because it's interesting. Like I, I thought about that in my own reflection, like I don't give a shit if people like me. Like, that's not important to me really, but I'm like, oh, but you take it another step further and it's about being loved. Now it's starting to get resonant because it's not like if we're not like, and again, we may like ourselves, but if we're withholding love from ourselves, then we look for love out there to balance it. And that's where it becomes impulsive. That's where it becomes, you know, a neediness, a a push, something that you can't give to yourself or aren't given to yourself. I should say you definitely can give it to yourself. And so I, I think that what you brought up there is absolutely perfect because, th- and this is, I think, why it's, we're secretly withholding love, because we think about it and go, well, I, I really do like myself. You know, I like I don't look at myself in a negative light. And maybe some people are going, well, well, yeah, like I'm at the like level. I don't like myself or I'm struggling with liking myself. But I think that the secret part of it is taking it to that next level of, gosh, is there something where I'm really struggling to love myself? And I think it has a lot to do with our childhoods. It has a lot to do with, you know, all those things. Like, did we, were we in situations where we felt like we could receive that love and we did receive it. And, and so again, it's not necessarily the exact circumstances, but it's our interpretation. Did we receive the love or didn't we receive it? Not was it offered or wasn't offered like whatever trauma was mixed in there. But when we haven't been open to receiving it, then it it makes that a whole nother game because it's not about being liked anymore we may like ourselves but if we don't love ourselves that's when it gets really sneaky um and how it shows up and the impulsivity does that how does that sit for you
1: yes you just took that to a next level when you said from like to love
0: mm-hmm. it's
1: am i lovable am i worthy
0: mm-hmm. and
1: i think when you are born And desire steps Mm -hmm. in, whatever that desire is. When you talked about Valentine's Day, that was the strong word that was coming to mind was desire. Mm -hmm. So we all want to be loved Mm -hmm. in this lifetime, and we all have certain desires that are birthed. Mm -hmm. And all of this creation that we're talking about, when you said it, it hasn't quite landed, it was for me, part of that was because it's in creation mode right yeah, now yeah, yeah. and it's being birthed as we're even talking about it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And, and it was really like, it's funny cause I've never heard this talked about from that perspective until the guides dropped that in today. Um, and then it opens up something for us to really explore of, you know, if we ask ourselves a question and go beyond like, do I like myself to do I love myself? there's a feeling there, right? And we can kind of drop into our own hearts and we can feel like, is there a tightness? Is there a, almost like a sterile feeling or is there a softness? Is there a nurturing? And that's very different than like, that's love energy. And, you know, here's the thing, right? Like we're talking about how to identify this. And so, you know, it's been really interesting in healing sessions lately, how so so many of us are, there's something we're, whatever it is in our lives that we're here to let go of. And it's usually a part of our identity. And so not feeling lovable is a part of our identity. And so what I've been watching happen is as we bring these things into our awareness, or there's these synchronistic circumstances in everybody's lives that are bringing these perfect things into awareness, that it, it, it congeals into like almost this like gunky ball inside of ourselves that starts to feel toxic. It starts to feel foreign from who we are. And that's how we know when it's ready to go. And its I've been just seeing breakthrough after breakthrough in clients. I've been feeling it myself as well, where when those congeal and they're just like the separate toxic feeling inside of ourselves, like they're ready to go and we can just pop them right out um, in session. So it's really such an exciting time of clearing and transformation. And so, you know, obviously what we're talking about now is identifying it. But I also wanted you to, to, you know, if you're listening to track, is this starting to become like a thing that feels separate from me? Like, what was that thing, that identity part inside me that was between me and loving myself that made me not feel lovable, that made me not feel, um, you know, like that I had to do something. I had to be some sort of a utility or I had to offer something in order to get that feeling back because I wasn't giving it to myself. And the, you know, the cosmic joke is the moment we give it to ourselves, then it comes in from everywhere outside of ourselves because there's a pathway to it. You know, there's a highway. Uh, and so really fascinating stuff.
1: I've noticed with, because let me back up and say I have a tendency to be an overgiver and to the point of self-sacrificing my own energy, Mm -hmm. and when I'm learning, what I'm learning is when I do say no to small things, that maybe don't resonate or that I don't want to attend or Mm -hmm. something a friend asked me to do. And I say, you know, that's just, I'm not in a place where I can do that right now. There's a strength that comes Mm -hmm. through me. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's more attractive to those around me.
0: Absolutely. And, and, uh, you know, it's interesting too, because depending on where we are in that journey of self-love, there's something that happens sometimes. It can feel very foreign to set those boundaries, right? To go, okay, I got to do this. Like, I know I got to do this, but- you know, I feel like I'm hurting people or I feel like I'm being selfish or whatever our story is. And then, you know, we reach a certain point in our journey where we set the bounds When we go, oh, I feel powerful. Like, fuck yeah. Right. <laughs> like that was great. Yes. And then there's almost like a hangover that can happen because now you have to deal with the fact that you just loved yourself.
1: Mm-hmm. Right.
0: And then you have to feel that and you have to be able to digest it and absorb it. And I think it's a lot of what we experience in relationship when we feel somebody loving us like there's a lot we have to digest and go like, oh, like I'm feeling myself being loved right now. If that's not easy for me now, it's that same thing, but we can also work through it with ourselves by doing lovable acts for ourselves, proving ourselves to ourselves that we love ourselves, but then also being ready to deal with how that's going to feel after we've done it. Not just the initial, like, yeah, look at me, but now I have to deal with like, oh, now my heart is like all freaked out because I just showed it love and and I got to deal with it because I'm transforming something inside me. Does that makes sense too?
1: <laughs> yes, it is that after effective. What, what did I just do? Oh my gosh, did I make the right decision? Are the am I still going to be liked or loved or yeah, it's yeah. almost like creating a new habit? A hundred
0: percent. And am I love? breaking things apart that are important to me, you know, that I was sacrificing myself in and now I'm not And so what does that mean is it going to adjust or is it just out of my life you know but we also have to be okay with whatever that is and we can't do any of this to try to create a different outcome we have to just do it and be true to ourselves right which is such a fascinating thing when that doesn't come naturally to you
1: when david when you look at the eastern or in the western world when I think of love, even divine love Mm -hmm. in America, we have tendencies to stay overbooked, or if we do X, Y, Z, then that will bring me fulfillment or love Mm -hmm. or Mm -hmm. fill in whatever you're seeking. And in other parts of the world, you just, you be, you are, we're human beings. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I, I know you deal with people all over the country. Do you feel what I'm trying to say with the different, demographics and with the, the upbringing and the religion or however yeah, you yeah
0: 100 like so much of it is those core beliefs we were taught about what's okay and what's not okay what's considered selfish what's considered loving what's considered giving what's considered overgiving what's considered controlling you know all of those things and so often you know love is is controlling so often love is manipulative so often love you know and, and so when we have these th- these you know so many different stories going on about it it makes it really complicated and, and, and absolutely then and it becomes our job to simplify it. And I think that this is where self-love can actually simplify it the most because the moment that we're trying to work through this in a relationship, like now there's so many things out of our control, so many variables and ultimately, you know, relationships are great reflectors for this, but if we can get inside of ourselves and go, okay, it's just me and me in here, I'm offering love to myself. Oh look at me freak out. This is interesting. Let me look at me try not to receive it for myself. Let me or let me start to receive it and go, "Oh my god, I feel amazing." "Oh shit, this is unsafe." Now what, right? Like and and so when we're doing that dance inside of ourselves, like we get to um you know, we need a really patient partner I think to do that dance with outside of ourselves. And of course that is what, you know, a lot of what is sorted through in relationships. But this also can be sorted through within ourselves. And when we do that, you know, and, and this, is, this is funny, like the guys were just dropping this in before we got on the call. And they said, ultimately, this is going to be a conversation about safety. And I thought that was really fascinating. I'm like, well, let me see how that that comes in. And so ultimately, like, if we can do this inside of ourselves, it's like, am I safe with myself? Am I actually going to give myself enough self-love and am I going to be able to find some humor in it? Am I going to be okay with me rejecting myself and then having to sit there and sort through and go, okay, no, I'm going to, I'm going to love myself. I think, I think I'm going to do it. Uh, maybe I'll do it. Right. And can we sit there and just create a safe place where we can sort that out? And I think it's a rare thing to create a relationship with another person where there's enough safety that that can be sorted out. Right. And so, You know, it's it it is ultimately like if you're going to work through this, which, you know, I I think it's imperative that we all do, you know, and and you say, well, I already worked through it or I I haven't worked through it at all. But again, these are layers, you know, like when they presented me with this, I was kind of surprised and also like, well, yeah, that makes a shitload of sense. (laughs) right? You know, and so uh, like if you're finding yourself defensive to, and, and I, I hear this a lot, you know, when we, particularly when we feel like we've worked through something in our lives and then it starts to show back up again and we go, oh shit, not this, right? We want to go, I already worked through that. Nope. No, I'm not, I don't need to go. I don't need to listen to this podcast. I've already worked through this, but it's all about fine tuning and bringing another level to yourself. And so, you know, I'm, I'm sure that Jean and I, Jeanine and I both worked through this a ton and we know a certain level of self love with ourselves yet, here we are having this conversation and having to work through what is the next level of it? What is that depth? How do we create that safe spaciousness inside of ourselves so that it's available, not just with us, but with all our interactions in life and all of our relationships.
1: Right. Cause we're continually evolving.
0: Mm -hmm, Absolutely. Our spirits
1: continue to grow. And so there is another level, another layer.
0: In capacity.
1: That's yes, that's right.
0: Yeah.
1: And so when you talk about withholding love to yourself, it popped in what I have sometimes done. And then this is not healthy, but I'll admit it is I even set little rules for myself. Like, okay, if I, if I clean the room, the the house today, then I can do something luxurious for myself. Like
0: right, right.
1: go for a walk or go get a yeah. massage. Quid pro it's quo. Like-
0: now I deserve the love.
1: Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. And that, to me, is an example of withholding. Like, why would I have to do anything to feel worthy to love myself or deserve yeah. it?
0: Yeah. And, that, and, that, and, I, and this is such an interesting piece, right, too, because this brings us into the conversation, the difference between the utility aspect of us, what is it that we're doing for others, what is it that we're offering, versus just the sense of our own humanness and our simply by being here, being alive, being worthy of the love. And that's that's a huge part of this is when we aren't loving ourselves just because we're ourselves, right? Not because we've done something. Not because you know we can look at it and go, okay, how can I find this pathway to loving myself? Well, I'm very generous. I uh, I think about others a lot. I I'm a kind like like why are we making a list to decide how we can love ourselves? You know, like we're all lovable, and and we're the ones that keep us keep keep that from coming from the outside of us, right? Because if we're not giving it to us on the inside, it becomes very messy on the outside. And so th- that whole piece then of like, what if I just sit and feel myself and just start to kind of bring that loving energy? And so even let's just play with that for a minute. If we just drop into our hearts and just, and I'll assist us energetically to just start to run this beautiful energy. Mm. And just feeling yourself. And notice what shows up for you. Are you resistant to feeling that loving energy? Or can you just go, gosh, this is just me. I'm just dropping into me right now. And it's really beautiful. And a lot of times the reason that's hard to feel that is because we have these other layers of anger or frustration or, you know, victimhood or whatever. But when we can get to that essence of self, it always feels so worthy of love. And so let's just sit there again for another minute and just even if it's uncomfortable for you just let yourself drop into that yeah there we are when we get past all of our firewalls all of our resistance that love is right there we got all these stories on top of it that we got to sort through or move past yeah how's that feeling
1: and yes, there's all these bullshit meanings that we give things and so that yeah, yeah. if we simply sat with this energy and said, the day you, you were born to all the mm-hmm. listeners out there, the day you were born, God decided the world was incomplete without you.
0: Mm-hmm. So yeah.
1: if that doesn't make you have appreciation and love right there, you yeah. don't know what else would.
0: Yeah. And and when you, if you start telling yourself a story, as soon as you hear that, like just stop and feel yourself and that's it. and And not your layers, not your outer layers but that core place inside of us that we were just dropping into, um, something pretty special happens. And then we have to remember it because that has to be more powerful than the stories we've been telling ourselves. And that has to be more powerful than the habits that we've developed. And so it becomes something that we have to really lock in on ourselves and go, all right, I got to hold myself accountable uh, to loving myself, Um, which is a really interesting component. Um, Yeah, so, so this brings us into the kind of the second thing that they showed me about another way to tell that we're withholding love from ourselves. And again, ultimately what we're saying is I'm not getting the love in here. And so I'm finding another way to get it because I won't give it to myself. I'm being super stingy with it. Right. And, and uh, ultimately these are all, all these things that we're doing are us walking towards this path of self love, you know? And so that first one, that example of, um, you know, just offering utility, always doing something for other people, you know, to get that love feeling to come back. But it's always hollow because we still aren't letting ourselves receive it. We're just laying it over with the next thing. And so the other um, part of this, and, you know, it's it's interesting the way they showed it to me that I had this flashback and I'll I'll tell a story of myself um, way back when, like, I have to give a lot of distance so that you know that I'm not like that anymore. (laughs)
1: <laughs> like i said we all evolve so i'm right, sure you
0: right. do <laughs> and so you know it was funny um one of my habits and i didn't know it was a habit i thought it was just circumstantial i thought it was just the way things would work out is that whenever i'd be in a situation or a setting it seemed like i always kind of became close friends with whoever the most beautiful woman was in the in the setting and it was like you know and I also really took a lot of pride in my boundaries. Well, I was like, oh, we have this great connection. Yeah, here I am. I'm, you know, I was married then. So I'd be like, you know, uh, like, I, I really am proud of myself to be able to have this great connection with this very attractive woman, yet I'm not letting it go anywhere. Like This is me holding my own space with it. And, and I was like, but gosh, it's odd that this keeps happening over and over again. Right. Like, like, what is it? Like, I I guess I'm just really attractive. I don't know.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm a magnet for attractive women,
0: (laughs) but, but not, you know, but only for, only for that. Right. Like, and, and so it was this, this kind of slow realization of like, there's something I'm doing that's opening that up. Right. And I'm seeing myself, you know, like telling myself the story about, you know, how I'm like, wow, what great boundaries I have, you know, it's it's really amazing that I can hold these friendships and not let it go anywhere. Um, but it was do it was feeding me, right? It was feeding me this idea of like, wow, like, you know, look at this beautiful woman that really wants to be around you all the time. And she thinks you're amazing and all of this. and And so again, when we're withholding self love, like, oh, look at this very loving feeling coming towards me all the time. But I'm also utilizing my withholding of self-love to not absorb it and set boundaries. And so this really kind of twisted uh, setup that goes like, i am proved now that I'm worthy of love, but I also proved that I have this incredible boundaries to not receive it. (laughs) And so, um, yeah, it was funny. And so uh, this was about 12, 13, 14 years ago. Uh, my, My wife and I had separated for a little while and we'd gotten back together. And you know, in the separation, like we're, you know, I was doing a lot of inner work, we're both going to counseling and and I was kind of playing with this idea of like, you know, what am I doing with that? Like what how am I culpable in this? Like what, you know, what what am I doing to create this situation that just keeps happening over and over again? And and I just proved to myself how great my boundaries are. Uh and so um we'd gotten back together and uh we'd gone, we were going to a concert at Red Rocks Amphitheater, just, just one of my favorite venues. And we were going to see big head Todd and the monsters. And, you know, um, my, uh, you know, Tracy was, my, my wife at the time was, was, you know, dressed up just like gorgeous. And we're, you know, having such a great time and we go and we're at our seats and there's this other beautiful woman on the, on the other side of me. And, you know, I'm thinking, I'm just talking to everybody being friendly. And as the music starts, this woman on the other side of me starts kind of like dancing next to me and like giving me these looks. And I'm like, And I I was like, what the hell is she doing? Like, you know, I was like, like inwardly offended, (laughs) you know, that that this woman, like, does she not see that I'm here with my beautiful wife? Like, what, what the hell is she doing? And then it like, like I had this moment open up and this was kind of like when a lot of my guidance was really opening up for me. And I just saw like this, this, this flash of like all the little nuanced things I was doing that was inviting that. And it was just like this, oh shit moment, you know, of like, that's me. And there was something I was trying to resolve inside myself around feeling worthy of love. And so I was setting up this situation after situation where all like, you know, whoever happened to be the most beautiful woman was going to put that towards me. And, And I got to, you know, another opportunity to work through it, but it was such a powerful moment when it was revealed to me, like, my secret plan that I was doing that I had no idea I was doing. And it felt so crappy, honestly. Like I just felt kind of gross and like that realization, but it was like an instant bam shift in how I operated because I didn't realize I was doing it. And I, and I think this is a really important part of this is as we're looking at making these shifts, we're going to see ways of being that are going to be revealed to us. And we're going to go, Oh, that's not great. <laughs> you know, like, like, I don't think I, like, I, I didn't realize I was doing that. That's, that's not good. Um, but can we have compassion with ourselves? Because what was I trying to sort through there? That lovable, unlovable thing, but I didn't know it. And so it was just, ha- you know, it was just these amazing synchronicities that kept happening. Um, yeah. Does that, does that make sense to um
1: Yes, absolutely. It's amazing what other people can reflect back to us. And yeah. so you take that situation in that way. And I think we should all look for the signs in our own life mm-hmm. and have awareness of what's being revealed.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and so, yeah, I mean, those were the kind of the two big ways. Do we seek attention, you know, maybe whether we realize it or not, uh, you know, outside of ourselves, that that validation? And, we, and again, is this wanting to be liked? Do we give a shit about that? you know, where are we in this journey or is it about really wanting like to have love directed towards you or, you know, like attractiveness, like whatever it is that we're not, that we're withholding from ourselves, that we're not allowing ourselves to digest and see and hold as a truth about ourselves. That's what we set up. And like, we are so sophisticated in how we do it. Like it's remarkable. And particularly when we can do it in ways that we don't even know we're doing it. And then the game just keeps playing out. And, was, and so what, you know, as you're thinking about this, maybe that pattern I just shared, maybe that's not your pattern. Maybe you have some other sophisticated thing. Uh, and, and, and maybe it's the opposite. Maybe it's like, gosh, like I keep getting rejected and that's proving to me that I'm unlovable, you know? And so there's a lot of ways we sort through this, but when we realize the game we're playing, which is unlovable versus lovable, And we go, gosh, I got to start working through this with myself, because if I don't work it through with myself, it's just this constant, you know, game going on outside of myself that never feels good, never feels fulfilling. And even if it does at some level, um, there's another level that just keeps reflecting ourselves back to us and what we need to heal.
1: What would you say to other people to... How they can be so self-aware like you are with these this topic? What can they do or perceive? Do they need to sit with themselves? Do they need to meditate? Do they need to reflect on their behaviors of how this comes into their life?
0: Yeah, yeah, you know I think journaling about your pattern in relationships is is huge. And then looking for these specific things we've been talking about, you know, is there something I'm doing to, you know, get people to keep throwing all this love at me, but maybe I'm not absorbing it. So now it's just like, you know, like my tank's leaking. So I just got to keep getting it all the time. Like just keep pouring it at me, keep pouring it at me. Or is there something you're doing where you're just giving, 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 giving because your, your tank's empty and you're not receiving the love back. And so you're just getting the closest thing you can by overgiving. And again, both of these things are absolutely amazing in balance, right? Like to be able to um, you know, engage with other people and 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 enjoy them enjoying you. Beautiful and balance If it's compulsive, and if it's um, a pattern that just repeats over and over again, and you're not feeling different about yourself, um, or you or you feel yourself get a hit, and go like, oh, I feel amazing now. Oh, they're walking away now. I feel like shit. <laughs> you know, it's uh, like that game. And so that's always how we know. Um, you know, are are we reliant on it? to feel okay inside of ourselves. And, you know, if we are, it's like, I was just seeing, you know, somebody was like a hand pump on a well. Like You just keep pumping, trying to get the water to come up. And as soon as you stop pumping, it stops and the water stops coming out and you're like, oh shit, I got to get pumping again. And so it kind of feels like that, I think for us when we have those things. And again, different levels of it, you know, you may not even have thought about it, but as we're talking about it today, you're like, oh, I kind of do that here or I kind of do that there. And so we've all been working on healing this. But there's always another layer. There's always another level of expansion um, that'll get reflected back to us.
1: I am reminded about the basic human needs. And to me, I would think that love would be a part of that, almost as basic as food and water. It's yeah, yeah something that yeah. we need to have in our souls.
0: Yeah, which is why so many people are so resentful and angry and bitter. And like, those are all you know, symptoms of, you know, not feeling love lovable. And, you know, and then we, we become more sophisticated in it. You go, I'm not bitter, like I am going to be generous, <laughs> right? Like that's a positive trait. Bitter is a negative trait. And so I'm going to overgive to just keep that pump pumping, or I'm going to keep eliciting, you know, positive, because ex- I'm going to not even worry about who I am. I'm just going to show up in a way that's going to elicit something really, a, you know, a, an attraction towards me or whatever it is. Um, and I'm making other people more important than me because, you know, and again, we say, is it like, not like for self, or we can really bring it to that big level, which says, I'm, I'm trying to solicit love out of everything around me because I'm not giving it to myself.
1: Well said, David. Well said.
0: Beautiful. That's a, that was a, that's a powerful topic. Um, And so, so yeah, it's, uh, that'd be a kind of a, a good Valentine's day hangover, uh, topic.
1: (laughs) Yes. Continue to love yourself throughout the year, not just on Valentine's day.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And often I think we feel it afterwards. The hangover itself is, you know, like either it didn't go great for us or, you know, it did, and then it died off or it, you know, like, um, and so let down phase. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) And so can you keep soliciting that from yourself? Mm-hmm. instead of from outside on a
1: regular it. basis. Yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And it changes everything, right?
1: Yes, yeah. it does.
0: Beautiful. Yeah. Well, thanks for listening. This was a really, uh, really powerful one. And, um, Yeah. Very Any cool. final thoughts? You know, it, it's, it's, it's funny um, <laughs> that when we work on ourselves, Our whole goal is to improve who we are and how we show up in our relationship with ourselves That to resolve things and to have that expansiveness. And when we get too serious about it, when we push too hard and when we aren't loving to ourselves in it, like it never works, right? And so this is part of the catch 22 of this is like in order to develop this self-love you have to love yourself through it you can't go like oh that is me like i can't believe i do that like i'm so off you know like no like of course right like i'm telling a story about myself you know it's like i was like oh shit, look what i did i had no idea i was doing it like i'm gonna stop doing it because now life's better not doing that uh, my relationship's better with myself my relationship's better with the people i care about by not doing that um, and so to have that grace with yourself uh, and, and I think that it's, it's a hard thing for people to do because we want to judge ourselves when we find our shit rather than celebrate it and go, gosh, I get to be better. I get to be better, not just to me, but to everybody around me, but it starts with me. Yeah. Awesome. Yes.
1: Makes sense. Awesome,
0: Thank awesome. you
1: so much for sharing your wisdom, David.
0: Yeah. Well, thanks for help, helping to draw it out and bringing your own too. So awesome to have you here, Janine. All right. Look forward to it again. Sounds great. Have a great week, everyone. We hope you enjoyed listening to today's podcast. And if you did, please subscribe so you can catch the next episode. If you want to learn more about the Aligned Living System and how it could support you in your life, check out davidwaldus.com.